Are you ready to be inspired? Are you ready to be challenged? Are you ready to challenge the status quo? To challenge yourself to be better than yesterday, then step into the challenger with your host, Kimberly Matthews. everybody this is your host Kimberly Matthews and welcome to the challenger I hope you all had a fantastic week if it wasn't your best week just be happy that you made it to see another day and that you got a chance to make it better because you have to remember somebody didn't get that chance so were you all able to consider last week's challenge I hope so remember post your comments and tell us how you're doing with this let's make some suggestions to one another so we can help each other make this change. So let's get into today's topic. We are talking about purpose and provision connection. I'm excited to talk about this. We started, this is actually the second part of a discussion we started last week, the protocol to wealth. So I'm excited to continue it and get into today's topic to see what you all have to say, to see what you all think. So let's get into it. I'm just going to review last week just for a second for those of you who are, this is your first time stepping into the challenger. So last week we talked about protocol to wealth, which was really focusing on changing our system of thinking to get better results. We looked at how our society society is currently developing and just the results that we're seeing and at least from the people that I've talked to and just reading the news, looking at the news, it does seem like it's a general consensus that we don't like what we're seeing and that's why we put particular people in office because they give us the idea that they're going to make some changes because we don't like what we are currently seeing. And so I was suggesting that the reason for that is not because there's a Republican in office or a Democrat in office. It's because we have to change our system of thinking and not necessarily the political party that's in office. There is a more excellent way of thinking and behaving. We only need to tap into it and be willing to set higher standards for ourselves. Uh, the I do recognize that the problem with that is because each of us have a different standard. And so we do have to agree on a standard, which I know, I know I'm going to get a lot of kick back from this but I do believe that the biblical scripture does have a standard of living for each one of us and we should attempt to make that the standard for our living now all of us have issues all of us have things that we are working on but when we strive to make it to that standard that is what we have to do we have to strive for perfection and what I mean by perfection is not that we do everything right 
but that even when we do something wrong the right thing to do is to go back say you did something wrong and then to make the correction and that is what it means to strive for perfection anyway back to what we're supposed to be talking about we want to set higher standards for ourselves and not only set the standard but then follow through to obtain to true wealth which leads us into today's topic now we've discussed before what the definition of true wealth is and that is to be able to obtain anything that you might need when you need it and that is anything intangible anything tangible most of us consider our most pressing needs as something physical i mean after all that is what I, Abraham's Maslow Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs tells us and that's what most of us are taught in school and it is true that physical needs are important I mean I'm not so deep to that like I don't need I don't feel like any of these things are important like you know we just live you know on love I, I know that's not the case but have you ever considered that if we put greater attention to the betterment of our spirit and soul that those physical things would be easier to come by what I mean by that is easier in terms of our ability to think creatively and productively and come up with the most effective solutions to provision for our needs so if we put higher value on our spiritual and soul development then it would open ourselves up to the ideas of getting the provision that we need. If we focus on discovering our true purpose and endeavor to complete it, even from our youth, then it would make sense that the provision for that foreordained purpose would be already provided in that purpose path. And that's the key. You have to be in your purpose. You have to be doing you and I just want to put a little wisdom nugget right here to say that when you know who you are and you know what your purpose is you will find that you have already been equipped with the skill with the talent with the strengths already on the inside to do that purpose very well that's why it's dangerous for us to compare ourselves to someone else because every time you compare yourself to somebody else you're always gonna come up short because we only show what we are good at we only show what we're good at, what we are strong at so when you're looking at someone else that's all you see you only see what they want you to see you only see that they look good you only see that they have everything together at least on the surface but when you look at yourself you know what you weak at you know where you struggle at you know your own faults you know where you mess up at so you really when you compare yourself you're not comparing yourself with all of the pieces so you're always going to come up short and even if you do know that that person is doing well at what they're doing you're still going to be at a disadvantage because they are strong in what they're strong in 
and we're strong in whatever we're strong in. So when you compare yourself, you open yourself up to be jealous or, or envious of another person. But when you know who you are and you know your purpose, then you know that you are perfect for that purpose and that other person is perfect for their purpose. So when everybody's doing what they are designed to do, then you don't have to be jealous because everybody's great at what they're great at. So that's just a little wisdom nugget, especially for some young girls, some young ladies who might be listening. We tend to do that. We tend to look at each other and compare ourselves to one another. And society doesn't certainly doesn't help us out with that. They uh, push us to be catty towards one another. But again, we're taking up to a higher level and we're going to not compete with one another, but we're going to compel each other to move forward and to do better. So again, when we focus on our true purpose, we will recognize that the provision for that purpose is already in our path. But if we choose to simply do what is trending to make the most money or what puts us in front of the most people, then we are left in the dark to find our way to provision. And you know we all do that. We went to school with the counselors that gave us the little paper that said, okay, this is what is trending right now. This is what you should be doing. Or they make you take that little test and it says this is what you you know, you do well at. And sometimes the stuff that we do pretty good at, we don't really like to do is just because if you're a fairly intellectual person you're probably going to do well in math but that doesn't necessarily mean you like math so we have to get out of that little box of looking at what is trending and then telling our kids that that's what they're supposed to do and a lot of times by the time you're 30 and and if you did do that you're like I don't want to do this anymore and you end up changing careers anyway so why don't we just discover who we are and what our purpose is at a young age so we don't waste time but and when you do that when you go that way then you'll find that you're left in the dark. And that's currently how we operate, our society operates. I call this dark thinking. We do dark thinking in today's culture. But let's recognize we've been in the dark and, and turn on the light. And this is difficult because you know how when you first wake up and then somebody turns the light on, Especially if it's still dark outside for those of you who get up at oh dark 30 to go to work. And they turn the light on and you're like, oh, turn the light back off. And it's because your eyes have adjusted to the dark. And especially if it's in a room that you're familiar with, like your bedroom, you can kind of move around fairly well. You might trip over a shoe or, you know, bump your your toe on a weight that you tried to work out with earlier. But for the most part, you can kind of get around. And so when they turn on the light, your eyes are all like 
squinty and everything and you're turn the light back off and it's because you've adjusted to the dark you're comfortable and that's how it is with some of the stuff that I'm saying I know that I'm probably going to get some some opposition here but that's just because I'm turning the light on for those of us who have gotten comfortable in the dark but the dark isn't cool because you do you bump into stuff you trip over stuff you can't see as well you can't so for some of us who wear glasses you can't see at all even if you have been in the dark for a long time so we need to turn the light on in our thinking we the it has gotten darker and darker in our society let's please turn the light on and give yourself an opportunity to adjust to the light it's okay you'll be all right but for those of us that are unsure of what i'm saying you're unsure of this purpose provision connection still just look at how this make the most money strategy works. Like if that's your only thing, you like, I just want to make a lot of money because my family was poor. We didn't have anything. And I just want to know what it's like to not have to worry about how things are going to get paid. So I'm going after what job makes the most money. So if you are firm on that strategy, um, just think about it. Are you... The people that you know that have a lot of money and that's what they're all about is making money. They got money on their mind and stuff like that. Are those people really happy and fulfilled? I know they might say they're happy, but if you really listen to their conversation or if you really look at their lives, like they've been divorced two times and, you know, their their kids are just crazy acting, that's not really happy and being fulfilled when you look around and you see people like that. And not just when you see other people, are you happy and fulfilled? And that's the, that's the better question. Are you happy and fulfilled? Think about it. We've had a lot of mass shootings in our nation and some even very recently. Would all these mass shootings have happened if the people didn't feel it necessary to share their frustration, anger, and pain with everyone else? I mean, would they really have done this if they... I mean, they probably have felt like they are in a world where they felt like they've done all that they know to do, but still have no progress, still not succeeding in the way that they thought that they would. So they want to share that same frustration and pain with everyone else. I mean, I'm just saying this really should give us pause and we just can't get so numb to it because it's happening more often that we just click the like button when we when someone posts something that deep inside we know is true and we're like oh yeah i did my part because i clicked that like button that that's not enough we have to start to make individual adjustments in our own thinking so if i make the adjustment you make the adjustment and all the people that are listening to this podcast and then you go and tell someone else to listen to this podcast and each of us start to make those individual adjustments then what i would call this light movement would become cultural and we would start to see the change that we all know we need my point in all of this is that we must live our lives in and on purpose provision comes to us for a purpose 
you know it's true. I mean, when someone asks you for some money or if you've you've been in on the other side where you've had to ask some money for some money, what was the first question that they asked or you asked? You ask, what do you need it for? Why you need this? It's because you want to know the purpose before you release provision because provision is released on purpose. I believe the order that the that our creator of the universe has for us is that we as spirit beings having a human experience is to first discover why and what we are here to do in this experience and then within that framework is all sufficiency for our particular purpose or assignment so really when we choose this purpose route there's no need to worry because wealth is right here everything that you need for your experience for your assignment here is within that path so you can find peace in that if you start a business and you may not have the capital for it you don't have to pace the floor all night you don't have to sit up and worry all night especially if you are in a a relationship with this creator like you can talk back and forth you can hear and, and that's a whole other subject but it may it does make it easier when you believe and then can communicate with this creator with some of us who is just a creator and for other others of us who have developed a more intimate relationship see this person as a father as a provider as a sustainer so when you're in that place you don't have to worry because you know well I know my purpose I know I'm in it so I'm just going to keep moving day to day believing and trusting that this is true and you will find that you will become creative enough and in your thinking to begin to see the solution to the challenge that you've come upon so this is today's challenge Take a moment and consider how you've been handling things. I mean, you've probably, like most of us have done, been putting shelter, food, and clothes as your first priority, and then spiritual and soul improvement, you do that. You That's last. You do it if you have the time to do it. But how has that worked for you on, on every level? I mean, if you feel good about your financial situation, are you good in your family relationships? I mean, how are things going in your marriage? Are you good? Are your are your kids doing all right? Are you good in your physical and or mental health? Are you a whole person? I mean, can you sit with yourself and be happy? Like, can you take yourself to the movies? Can you take yourself out to dinner and not feel like people are looking at you because you're by yourself? Do you have a problem being alone like do you when you're by yourself do you feel lonely like you need somebody else can you be alone and not be lonely so those are awesome things you have to consider in terms of your spiritual and soul development are you a whole person are you happy and fulfilled 
doing what you're doing, thinking how you're thinking. And if you have said no to any of these questions, then you may want to consider reversing that order of needs because whether we really understand it or not, we really need our soul to be developed. That really is a first priority. And when, when that gets in order, then we're clear to begin to think in order to provide for those physical needs. So just think on that. Have a Selah moment. Take pause on those things and really consider it. Well, thank you all for joining me once again on The Challenger. I always look forward to continuing our life challenge discussions. So join me next week on The Challenger. And you all be at peace and be blessed. Challenge yourself to be better and to do better. Thank you for joining us and tune in next time for The Challenger.